back to the Anime Summit Podcast. It's your favorite host, Mel Sandabam, and I'm bringing you a radio hour <laughs> because, so like, we finally kind of got Nick's thing situated with his computer and stuff, and then when it came time to do the topic, we were like, wow, we're really not that prepared for this. So, um, without getting into too many details about what we're doing, um, although it's going to be really funny, um, you know, we were going to talk about some etchy stuff. We'll just say that. But the way Nick wanted to do it was like, it's supposed to be really hilarious and we just needed more preparation for it. And um, we decided to postpone it. And I, I suggested, let's just do this radio hour in place of it. Because we were so focused on like, you know, getting your computer stuff situated that we kind of forgot to, you know, fully prepare for this and didn't realize how much we needed to prepare for it. So that's basically the gist of what happened. Um, but, you know, I thought it would be cool to take one of our older episodes um where we talk about our favorite OSTs, our favorite soundtracks from anime shows, and do a radio hour with it. And originally, so on that episode, we had each picked three different shows um, from soundtracks that we liked from three different shows. And I had asked Nick and Danny to each give me two songs that they liked. Um, I had trouble finding some of them and downloading some of them. So I, and just for time purposes, I... I'm cutting some of them. So there's going to be one pick from each show from each of us and then two picks from one of the shows from each of us. So, like, I'll I'll make sure to tell you. You know, every radio hour I do, I make sure to tell you guys what you're listening to and where you can listen. And, again, um, you know, if you can, you know, support the actual artists, you know, on Spotify or their, their official YouTube channels to listen to these songs. Please always do that afterwards. You know, if you like what you hear. But, yeah, man. Anime OSTs are great. Um, some of them are, you know, composed by one composer, a group of composers, backed by an orchestra. Some of them are powered by an artist or a band. And this first one was from uh, the first show I talked about on that episode, and that's from Fooly Cooly. And if you guys have ever seen it, you know that that show... The music in that show is all powered by The Pillows. And The Pillows are a great rock band from Japan. And I had trouble picking uh, which one I wanted to do. Um, but this one, every time the song comes on during the show, uh, this song, it's, it's always at a really cool moment. And I think you guys really like it. Um, but yeah, dude, I'll be sure to check in with you every other, you know, every couple of songs or so. Like I normally do, we'll answer some questions, we'll have fun today, and just kick back and listen to some tunes. Um, but yeah, dude, let's do it. This first song is from Fooly Cooly, and it's by The Pillows, and it's called I Think I Can. Here we go.
boom hope you guys enjoyed that that was uh you say run by yuki hayashi from my hero academia it's a great song that plays during so many pivotal moments in the show most notably in my opinion probably like the most like noteworthy moment that sh- that song plays is when um uh deku and uh, is fighting todoroki in the school festival and todoroki finally like uses his you know fireside and it's badass but yeah um so yeah what you just heard was my pick from fully Cooly. i think i can by the pillows and then you heard wish by hideki taniyuchi from kaiji ultimate survivor which is a nick pick and then that nice upbeat composed uh piece uh orchestrated piece you heard uh was flying dragon by yoko kano and hajime mizuguchi from escaflone um and you have to excuse me danny i'm a fake fan i don't remember if that is from visions of escaflone or the you know the movie um but yeah and then you heard you say run by yuki hayashi from my hero academia which is another pick of mine so yeah dude let's uh let's answer some questions here i got a few questions really last minute from some of y'all um let's see here um king of telluride always asking the question king is always like the first to be like he's got so many he must has like a bank of questions he's always asking questions i'm like do we answer so many king's questions i love it bring all the questions king um they said who's the biggest asshole in anime I mean, there's a lot of them, but, like, um, I don't know, dude. That's a good question. Uh, they also said you can't say the guy from school days because we don't rate gods among men. I mean, I don't know if I'd consider that guy a god as much as a, you know, peasant, but whatever. I mean, you know, uh, no, dude, seriously, an asshole? You know who I hate? I really hate the fucking guy in um in t- the end of the first season of Tokyo Ghoul. What's his name? Jason or something? Isn't his name Jason something? Jason Bourne? I don't know. I don't like that guy, though. Literally, like, there are some villains who are, like, sadistic in a cool way, you know? And then there's that guy who's just like, dude, what is your fucking problem? <laughs> dude like holy fucking crap dude what is your fucking deal you know what i mean and um yeah i really hate that guy i also do not like um i don't like the admiral from nadesco that guy's got issues uh and vegeta but i say vegeta in a loving way because he's like he's like the asshole that you kind of love you know what i mean I don't want to say he's the biggest asshole, but yeah, that's a good question. Good question, King. Good question. Good question. Um, mostly Shin said, you wake up and your hands are now two of your favorite characters. Who are they and why? Yeah, it's very easy. My left hand is Toru Honda from Dragon Maid, and my right one is Eureka Misumara from Nadesco because ultimate waifu material right there, right there. I don't know, that's really hard. I have, like, a hundred waifus, okay? I'm, like, I'm, like, mega lesbian, mega trans lesbian 5,000. Like, I'm attracted to so many people. Like, I have no, I have no, like, 
preferences about anything almost. It's it's weird. Like I have like I have preferences, but like they are they don't overrule like most things. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm a, I'm just attracted to everything, man. Like I just every everybody, everyone, everything. You know what I mean? Just get in there. Just get it in. <laughs> Woo! Okay, anyway. Dude, let's uh Let's get back in this bitch, dude. Let's start out. Let's do it like this, right? Let's do, let's do this one, uh, this the second one from Kaiji Ultimate Survivor, uh, part of the two, the two Nick Pick deal here. Um, this one's called Phoenix, and I list, I was listening to this earlier, and I was like, man, this song is a vibe, dude. Like the music in Kaiji is a vibe for real, and he keeps telling me to watch it, and I just. I have so many things on my plan to watch. But yeah, I really got to watch Kaiji for sure. But yeah, this song is called Phoenix. Kick off this section with Phoenix, and then I'll be back in to check on you in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, love ya.
feel a thing And I stop remembering The days are just like moments Turned to hours Mother used to say If you want you'll find a way But mother never danced through fire
Boom. Hope you like that section of music right there. That was, we started with um, Phoenix by Hideki Taniyuchi from Kaiji Ultimate Survivor. And then the second thing you heard was from Cowboy Bebop. That was Rain um, by Yoko Kano and the Seatbelts featuring Steve Conti, um, who sung on that one. And then Aoi Hitomi by Yoko Kano and Hajime Mizuguchi from uh, Visions of Escaflone featuring Maya Sakamoto on vocals. Very nice song. And then that last little little piano diddly was Shoru no Patri, Neo Venezia by Takeshi Seno from Aria, which is like Nick's favorite anime. He he claims that Evangelion is his favorite and all this other stuff and Kaiji and all that, but really we all know his favorite is Aria. The show where nothing happens at all. I'm just waiting for him to, to hear this and then he can start throwing shit at me. But uh, yeah, dude. Uh, let's do another question, shall we? Let's see. Sen. What up, foo? Okay, Sen said, What are the qualities you like in mech design? What are some of your favorite mech designers? Yeah, that's that's a that's a tough one. <laughs> that's 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 a tough one. Um, um. So, and I don't. I think they asked me this on the Mecha episode I did on Anime Brothers podcast a little bit ago, um, and I I couldn't even give like a really straight answer. So hopefully I'm consistent here. But like basically for me, like I don't. There's a lot of Mecha out there right now. Um, where the mecha design is really boring. Um, and one of them is um, uh, a mame, A-M-A-I-M, whatever that new Sunrise one is. That's a perfect example of mecha design that I think is super just generic, not very cool. I get the concept. Like, I get why they're that way. Um, you know, they're supposed, to be, they're supposed to be able to transform and such. Um, I'm actually not a huge fan of mechs that transform too much. Mainly because, like, I don't know, it's hard to get it right and make the mech, the mech look cool, as cool as the thing they're transforming from or to, right? So, um, one, one that I thought did it really well, and I couldn't find the mecha designer's name or the designer's name for it, but Dinozenon is a really, like, perfect example of, like, a good transforming design. Um, but I really like uh, Koyama. They did the Darling and the Franks and Die Buster and uh, Gurren Lagann mecha design. And then, of course, I like uh, Mika Akitaka because they did Nadesco. They did Char's Counterattack uh, Gundams, which, like, the Gundams in Stardust Memory and Mobile Gundam Stardust Memory and Char's Counterattack are so dope. The Sasabi is so dope, and Akitaka is responsible for that. And he also did... Um, he's, done a, he's done a lot of Gundam stuff, okay? A lot of Gundam stuff. And he also did the mecha design for Sakura Tyson New York. And you know those are some of my favorites. Um, so I love those. Um, I basically like, yeah, I mean, and I, what I look for in, in a mech design is like, I just, I don't know. Like, I like uh, just different kinds. You can go almost so many different directions with them. Um, the ones that are like, I also love ones that are, like, super-duper, like, a little bit more realistic, more, like, more mechanical-like, where you see, like, a bunch of wires and exhaust systems coming in and out of them, you know. Um, there's there's this really, like, kind of weird balance between um, 
being really realistic and practical with like all the wires and, and blockiness and, you know, sections for different parts, moving parts. And then there's the side of mecha design where it's like just really fantastical and, uh, with, you know, like kind of like the one from Gren Lagan, you know, um, and things like that. And then there are some people who go right in the middle and just bust it wide open and make something that looks super fantastical, but it it's designed really practical. Like it has all the moving parts, like the exhaust systems, the the struts in the legs, perhaps um, the jetpack, where a section where the fuel goes, you know, things like that. I I, I love all of that. Um, I basically just don't like anything that's not like. There are just a lot of mecha designs out there especially now that just don't seem that unique to me. They're just kind of putting them on there to put them on there. And they're not iconic, right? Like Dinozenon, Escaflone, um, uh, Diegard, Gao Gygar, Gundam, uh, Avas, right? Those are iconic to me. They stick out in my mind. Streletsia, they stick out in my mind. The Denu from Die Buster, like when they stick those those that I just listed, they stick out in my mind and they're iconic for a reason in my mind, right? So like, even like you know Ava and Gundam, especially, right? <clears throat> Excuse me, and and even some newer ones at this point, like they're like the Golden Arches, right? You go, you, you're driving on the highway, you see the Golden Arches, you know it's McDonald's, right? You see a Ava, you know it's Ava. You see a Gundam, you know it's Gundam, and. That 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 being said, it just like things like Kuramukuro, um, that new one, Emaim or whatever, they're kind of like they're just generic, right? Even some of the ones from Move Love Alternative, like most of the ones, and like some of the ones I've seen from Move Love, Move Love, Move Love, Move Love Alternative, are kind of like okay, you know, like I get it, it's it's a mech, you know, um, and then some of the ones they have are like, whoa, that is badass, right, and. I don't know. There's just like, it's it's really weird. It's really weird. There are some people who just think a mech is just supposed to be a mech and that's it, and they don't put any thought into the design. And I really feel like Kuromokuro and Amame and some of the ones from Love Alternative and and just, you know, even like, even what's that one that came out? Was it like night? I think it's called Knights in Magic or something like that. Or I don't remember. But they had like they had like mechs in that one too, and like those were just generic. They were just generic looking kind of um, knightly looking armors that were huge or whatever. You know what I mean? And it just was like, you know, there wasn't really thought into it. There's not. There's no thought put into the system of how it's supposed to work, or or even the design really. It was just like okay, make this, make the shoulder parts, make the arm part gauntlets really huge, put the elbow things. You know, what, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I don't really have a straight answer for that. Um, but the ones I listed that I think that, like, live rent-free in my mind, those are ones I like a lot. So I guess that kind of – kind of I kind of answered I kind of didn't. I don't know. But, like, um, I, I will say this, too. Like, um, this is one of my – one of my favorite examples of, of a mecha design where it's, like – it's supposed to be like a modern gritty take on something that is like old school seventies big old school like eighties nineties big hero robot is the Daimajin from Nadesco because it's so they're they're from the Jovian you know and they they base like their belief system on this old anime within the anime uh, called Geki Ganger and so they make this they make this robot look like Geki Ganger but it's really like this um 
you know, it's but it's made for real use, right? So like it's it looks like this really gritty skeletal version, evil version of Gekinganger, and it just looks really cool. It's just just Google it. It's called the Daimajin or Daimaju. And it's it's really fucking sick. So I like that a lot too. But anyway, we spent a long time. I spent like almost ten minutes on that question. Yeah, dude, don't get me started on mecha shit. But like, yeah, like I I, I probably didn't answer your question very well, Sen. But um, yeah, I need to get more. I need to follow more of the artists on Twitter, um, especially the person and I can't remember their name right now, so I apologize. But the person who made the little um, Nachin Choipla. That is cool mecha design. Like, that is cool. I love that a lot. Um, if you don't know what that is, type in Nachin Choipla on on just Google and then find that artist that artist Twitter. It's really, it's fucking sick. Their mechanical design is, that's unique. Like, right? Like, that sticks out of my mind. Like, they're so cute. I love them. Um, but, yeah. Uh, okay, dude. Let's pop off, dude. Let's, dude, let's fucking pop off, dude. Huh? Let's pop off right now. Um, this is going to be the last section of songs before we jump on out of here. Um, actually, you know what? I'll probably break it into two smaller parts. Um, but yeah, like, let's just start off with, let's do this one. I'm kind of doing this as I go, if you, if you guys can't tell. Dude, let's start off with this one from Cowboy Bebop from Danny's Pick. Uh, this song is called Pot City. Let's go. <laughs>
Hope you guys liked that one. That was uh, Mystic Gohan theme by Bruce Falconer for the the Funimation version, original Funimation version of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, yeah, you heard Pot City by Cowboy Bebop from by Cowboy from Cowboy Bebop um, by Yoko Kano and the Seatbelts, and then Key of the Twilight by Yuki Kajra with uh, Emily Bindiger on vocals, and um, yeah, Mr. Gohan theme by Bruce Falconer. The Bruce Falconer version of the Dragon Ball Z soundtrack is superior. It just is. It's so good. It's so good. Um, Key of the Twilight, like, the Dot Hack Sign soundtrack is, like, the Dot Hack Sign soundtrack is so good. Yuki Kadra is goaded, and, like, they mixed, like, they mixed, like, house and industrial with, like, Celtic instruments and sounds, and it just is, like, oh, my God, dude, it's so sick. It's so good. Key of the Twilight, 10 out of 10 song, in my opinion. Do let's do another question. King of Tyler, I had said, do you think I'm sexy? Yes. Absolutely. That's not even the dumb, dumb question. Absolutely. I, I absolutely, I do. I would, I would drag my bulls through a mile of broken glass just to lick your pinky finger. Absolutely. Absolutely. Show me your nipples. Just kidding. I don't, I don't, <laughs> that's a joke. I don't ever ask my listeners to show me. <laughs> I don't fucking do that. That's a joke. Um, but no, show me your nipples. Hey, next question's from Gizmo. Don't feed him after midnight. What are your thoughts on the gamification of the fantasy genre, level up skills, dungeons, cool or immersion breaking bullshit? Um, you know, I like it. I, I like it. I mean, I've liked it since Dot Hack Sign. Like, Dot Hack Sign was like the first kind of like RPG gamification anime I ever watched. And. Speaking of Dot Hack Sign, right? Um, yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, I forgot to say it. Well, I had said it earlier, I think. But yeah, Pot City was Danny's pick. Yuki Kadra, Dot Hack Sign, that was my pick. And then Mystic Gohan, Bruce Falconer uh, from Dragon Ball Z was Nick's pick. Um, but yeah, no, speaking of Dot Hack Sign, right? Like, I, I, I like it. Um, is it getting kind of like overdone now? I mean, yeah, it kind of is. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like it. I think it's cool, especially as someone who grew up in like that era where JRPGs were blowing up and they're, they're blowing up still, right? They're still popular. They're still great now. But like when they were blowing up back then, you know, with final fantasy, super final fantasy on super Nintendo, final fantasy six, final fantasy seven and uh chrono trigger and uh dragon warrior and breath of fire and all those games and things like that. You know, I always thought they were cool. And, you know, even the dot hat games that came out, along with that hack sign, um, you know, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, especially like if you've played the original dot four dot hack games, the, and the spoiler alert in the second game, um, uh, there is a dot hacks, there's a scene from dot hack sign in it, uh, in the game. So like, you know, this, they supposedly take place like along the same time or something like that. I don't remember. I've only played the first game, uh, infection. So, um, but yeah, I, 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 I like them. I like them. I think, I think they're a little overdone now, obviously. And I don't, I haven't liked them lately. Um, but normally I do, I do like them. So yeah. Uh, another question from Gizmo. Why are you always hating on Smokey? I'm actually, I, okay. So like <laughs> jokes aside, right. Um, I actually love Smokey very much. I, he's, 
he's my favorite. I, I love him very much. He he's a fucking cat though, you know what I mean? He's kind of a bad boy. He he fucking he jumps in everything, he gets into the trash, you know, he still acts like he needs to like hunt for his food. So he always be getting in our food and stuff like that and um why my brother Sudi hates him so much. Sudi literally has no reason to hate him other than to just bully me and bully him. I have no idea why. Sudi sucks. So like, you know, I you know, it's just like I have no idea. But no, I, I yeah, I I love Smokey and I've had always had this kind of running joke about making my cats making up stories about my cats that are just like fantastical, like they're like these crazy people. Like I always used to joke about how Pacho was like this pimp in high school and everyone like then when my friends came over and finally met Paco, like for the first time, they'd be like, Oh yeah, I can see it, right? Like it's just like this became this big joke. So when I started the podcast, I thought to turn Smokey into like, okay, Smokey is also on the podcast and he works for us and he does this and he's a fun cat. And it was just, I don't know, it just became like a running thing and just kept doing it. So no, I, he's a, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. A lot of the time, uh, the other parts of the time he's, 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 he's a bad boy. He's naughty, but no, I love Smokey. He's just, he's a fun cat. Okay. Uh, here's the last set of songs, man. Let's do it. Um, Let's start off with the the my second pick from Dot Hack Sign. Uh, this one didn't really have any of the techno stuff in it. It was purely Celtic sounding with Emily Bindiger doing the vocals. But goddamn, every time you heard it on the show, it was just like, oh my god, it's so good. Um, but yeah, this is Fake Wings by Yuki Kajra with Emily Bindiger.
Okay, that last one was kind of a surprise because I divided up the selection of songs kind of terribly. So, uh, everyone got like an extra song. So, well, except me. Danny and Nick got an extra like song in there, um, which is fine. I'm okay with that. I don't give a fuck, honestly. Um, but yeah, like, uh, so what you just heard was Fake Wings by Yuki Kadra with Emily Bindiger from Dot Hex Sign, my pick. Chorus of Goddesses from Oh My Goddess by Shiro Hamaguchi, Danny Pick. And then this was a honorable mention from Nick, from Nick's list. But, like, I also love this soundtrack, so it kind of works out. I threw it in there, so we had, an, you know, three songs at the end and three songs in the previous segment. Um, but that was Hero Theme by Kensuke Ushio from Ping Pong the Animation. kind of has, like, this, like, this housey vibe, kind of break horish vibe in the beginning. And then it goes into, like, the full-on kind of, like, dance house, like, sound. Really sick. I like it a lot. Um, the, the the soundtrack itself is more diverse, uh, obviously, but, like, that song in particular is super dope. Um, but, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that very much. Again, I am hoping that we are finally back on track starting next week. And then we have seasonal first impressions coming up with spring first impressions and I'm excited for that as well. I hope you guys enjoy the radio hours and, you know, understand, you know, <laughs> all the the crap that we've been kind of dealing with um, with Nick's computer and then finally getting situated and, and then completely dropping the ball on that topic. Um, but when we bring it to you next week, I hope it's worth it. It'll be really funny. And we also might have another smackdown on the way. Who knows? I don't know. You tell me. Oh, man. Oh, bitch. Um, but no, I, I love you guys very much. Thanks for sticking around. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Show notes in the description. So the playlist is in the description. And again, um, after you hear it here, um, you know, you want to add it to your playlist of any kind, make sure you add it from a playlist where the artist can get supported in some way. Um, and also, you should just watch all these shows because these shows, you know, I think all these shows that we listed here are just iconic. You know, Dragon Ball Z, Kamu Bebop, Fooly Cooly. Oh my goddess, Escaflone. Um, you know, My Hero and Kaiji are arguably like the newer ones on here, but those shows are also great. So Dot Hack Sign is a classic. I think it's like, in my opinion, like the OG um, Sword Art Online, in my opinion, you know. Um, person logs in, gets stuck in a game. You know, it's fucking crazy. So it's, it's amazing. I like it. I like all these shows. Um, I, I mean, those are the ones I've seen, obviously. I haven't seen Kaiji, but... And I haven't seen all of my goddess, I don't think. But yeah, dude, love it. Love you guys. Thanks for the questions from the people who provided questions earlier for this episode. And um, honestly, have a good fucking weekend, yo. And uh, hit us up on Discord, links.animesummit.net. Um, that's where you can find everything. Join the Discord, come say hi, come hang out. Uh, Patreon.com slash animesummit as well. Become a patron today. Give a Smokey his wings. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. That being said, I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Podcast. Radio Hour. 92.5. 55. You know what we should do for Radio Hours? We should do that thing. You know how they always have, like, really long, like, really long uh, interludes where it's like, you're listening to 77.7, the Radio Hour do 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 peep peep noises and uh oh yeah you know what i mean
No? Okay. Fuck you then. <laughs>